the Lord has done. You know, your testimony might not be as evident to others as it is to you. And, and it is just you and you alone that can talk about what God has done. There are things that God deals with you, that God moves for you, that God comes into your situations that only you can tell that this is the doing of the Lord. And you know what? If you were to explain it to someone, people would say, where is your God in that? But only you can know and can tell what the Lord has done. Amen. And you know, as I reflected about this morning's service, and as I, as I was praying about God, we have come to the very end of the year, and, and we are about to cross over in the next few hours. And, and the Lord impressed on, on, on my heart to say, tell my people to be thankful. To be thankful. We need to be thankful. Because there are things, many things, wherein we experience, wherein we go through, which need us to be able to step back and see that the Lord's hand was at work. Hallelujah. And see that the, the Lord's hand was active in what, we were, what was going on. You see, we may have gone through circumstances. You may have gone through situations where sometimes you don't see God. But when you can come to a day like this, I want you to look back and say, 2017 has gone to the end and I'm still here. I give God praise. I give God thanks. I give God adoration. I was, a pastor friend of mine was saying, you know, he was at a beautiful wedding, officiating a beautiful wedding for a couple. So the couple is obviously rejoicing about what's, what the Lord is doing in their lives, the start of a new life. And, and as he's officiating them, he was saying, you know what, I had to push myself to put a smile on my face because I just lost a loved one, a cousin who just left me, few days had been seen him and gone home for holidays and just died in an accident. And so he's talking about this and I'm, and I, and I'm thinking to myself, God, how much I have so many things just to be thankful for. My brother talked about that we flourished. You know, maybe your bank account might not be flourishing, but the fact that you are here, you're flourishing. You know, yeah, the fact that you are in this place, God has kept you, God has maintained you, God has sustained you, brought you to see the end of this year. Oh, there's something to praise God for. Hallelujah. There's something to give him thanks. There's something to say, God, I thank you. Jesus, I praise you. Jesus, I adore you. Hallelujah. Is, is somebody with something to thank God for? If you have something to thank God for, just rise up on your feet and just begin to thank the Lord. Just thank him for that thing. You know, you know sometimes we, we take off and land in aeroplanes and we take it for granted. But you know what? There's something to be thankful for. We get on a bike and go to work and come back home. We drive in cars and, and when you are near misses and all kinds of things people have been poisoned through food and you have eaten everything and anything you don't even know where it came from and you're still here your life is still here you may have been sick but you're still here there may have been pain but you're still here you may not have gotten everything you had hoped for but you are still here oh god i give you thanks jesus i give you praise we give you honor. Somebody shout, Jesus. Jesus. Thank, you. Thank you. Let's just take your seats. Just take your seats. You know, we, we, need, to, we need to give God thanks. We need to give God praise.
And so from Colossians chapter 3, Colossians chapter 3 verse 15 to 17 is, is, is a text that I want to use quickly this morning and, 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 and just, just steer you to thank God. Amen. He says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Since as members of one body you were called to peace. And be thankful. And be thankful. And be thankful. Be thankful. You are called to peace in Jesus Christ. You are called to have peace rule in your hearts. And it rules by Christ Jesus. Therefore, be thankful. You can be thankful for the fact that you have Jesus. You can be thankful for the fact that Jesus is watching over you. Jesus is watching over you. Be thankful. Verse 16 says, and let the message of Christ, let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms and hymns and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. Other versions say with thankfulness in your hearts. With, with, with appreciation in your hearts. Sing to the Lord. Sing to God. With gratitude in your hearts, sing psalms of praise and songs and hymns. Sing those songs as you encourage one another with thankfulness in your hearts. There is a place where you must find to give thanks to God. In all your walk, in all your day, there is a place that you must find thanks to God. Amen. Thank him for the food and thank him for the clothes and thank him for the house and thank him for the friends and thank him for the family and thank him that you could go and you could come back and thank him that you got to the ATM and there was no money but you can still come back home. Thank him for that. Thank him that the Lord has been faithful. The Lord has given you other things that you needed. Thank, there is a place where you can find to thank God. And you must thank God. In the beginning of the year, we spoke about, about how God was going to flourish as Psalm 95 and how the righteous will flourish like a palm tree and how, and how God was going to make us like a cedar of Lebanon. A cedar of Lebanon is a tree that grows tall in the midst of a desert. It grows tall, why? Because it has roots that are deep and it is able to flourish even in a dry place. And, 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 and I've seen God causing some of us to rise up and come to places where you can say this only must be God. That you can be somebody flourishing in the midst of the challenges. You can be somebody who's making progress in the midst of difficulty. That's flourishing. Amen. Making progress in the midst of difficulty. That's blossoming. Where you can still bring out a flower where nobody else expected you to bring out a flower. Hallelujah. Yeah. Where you can still bring out a fruit where people thought there would be no fruit. I've seen a tree which had no leaf and generally it's the tree that you would ignore until it brought out some fruit 
Even though it was only one, there was fruit on the tree. And you know that even though the conditions around the tree are tough, are not easy, this tree is still able to produce fruit. I've seen some of you producing fruit in this year. And I want to let you know that it's something to be thankful for. Even if it wasn't the multitude of fruit, it's something to be thankful for. And then there's another thing that you need to be thankful for. You need to be thankful because you have come to the place where you are about to step into the season of harvest. Oh, let the sun. You, you need to be thankful that you are at a place where you are about to transition into a new phase of your life. I, I don't know who you are and where you are. All I know is we are about to move to a place where God is taking us from where we have been dealing with little to deal with much. You are about to move into a place where you have been moving slowly. You are about to get into a place where you are going to begin to move fast. Why? Because of the season. Somebody say, it's my season. It's my time. When it's your time, it is your time. When it is your moment, it is your moment. And you're about to step into that moment. 2018 is something in store for you. I, I, I know, I believe, God will not let you to be alive today so that you don't get to that place. But he's kept you. So I'm thankful. He's kept you. He's brought you back. Bounced you back where you could have perished. Bounced you back where you'd have been gone. I was hearing a testimony of a sister that said, Pastor, they rejected me when I came over for that interview. And now I've received a message that says we need you to come for that which she had been rejected. I said, I know because the season of your harvest is here. Your season of your harvest is here. A brother was telling me and said, Pastor, after one whole year that my wife had left me, she's coming back. It's been a year of restoration. One way or the other God is about to step those people take those people and you too are a candidate for the blessings of God he's about to take them into a place where they will begin to harvest uh, you know the brother was praying I prayed with that brother he was praying you know he was praying and say pastor if this only thing that I want I want my wife to come back I wanted to come back home I just I am doing anything possible for her to come back I just wanted to come and say we keep on praying and we keep on praying. And he went and said, Pastor, she still doesn't want to talk to me. So we keep on praying. Then one day he says, Pastor, she's replied my text message. And says, it's a good sign. Keep on talking. It's a good sign. Keep on talking. And then this week, see, I was telling you last, I was telling you, I was telling you last Sunday that, you know, God is able to accelerate things for you. And then, and then, and then this week he says, Pastor, Although all the other things around my, 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 around my, my other ideas were, are not going as forward, forward as I want them, them to go to, here is one thing, pastor, that you need to know. She's coming back. 
you could almost hear the scream in the text message he sent me you know and I was trying to call him to talk to him about all the other things that were not working but he's more interested in making sure that every message he sends me he tells me that she's coming back why because God is a God who said I will restore you I will give you back and as he restores us we are now moving into a place where we will have much to rejoice over there is going to be much to rip over I need somebody to understand that for that alone you need to be thankful we need to be thankful tell your neighbor be thankful be thankful he says be thankful and show your thankfulness amen he show your thankfulness he says how are you going to show this thankfulness by singing psalms and hymns and songs from the spirit and singing to god with gratitude you see there's a there's a place where your singing expresses the thankfulness that is within your heart anything which you are saying i'm thankful for you have to express it that you are thankful it would be odd if you come into my house and you eat the food that my wife cooks. My wife loves to cook. I cook sometimes, but my wife loves to cook. So she will cook for you if you come home. You are invited. Right? Okay. <laughs> you have to check. You are invited. And after you have finished eating, and you just walk out and not say thank, and not say thank you. I, and if I were to ask you, are you thankful about the food? If you say, yes, I'm thankful, it's in my heart. No, it's not enough. It's only enough when you say, thank you. You hear what I'm saying, people? It's only enough when you express the thankful. If you just take the things and walk away and don't say thank you. You see, my children sometimes do it. They come and they say, may I have this and that? And you give it to them. And then they walk away and say, ah, you forgot something. Why? Because thanks must be expressed. You have to say it. You have to show it. You have to give it. You have to take it out of the inside and give it to the person. You have to take it out of you, give it to the person. You need to take it out of you, give it to the person. Take it out of you, give it to God. Can somebody give God some thanks? Can, can, can somebody show God that they are thankful? You, you cannot say I'm thankful and you just... No emotion. I'm thankful. I'm thankful, Lord. No. If you are thankful, thank you. If you are thankful, you say, thank you. I appreciate. I am so happy to receive this. God wants to hear you say, thank you. God loves the people who say, thank you. And so this is why Paul was writing and saying, you know what, whatever you do, verse 17, and whatever you do, whether in word or in deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Giving thanks. Giving thanks. You must give your thanks. Tell your neighbor, give your thanks. Give your thanks. Give your, I'm not talking about money, I'm talking about thanks. Money is not thanks. It may be an expression, but it is not thanks. What you need to do is give your thanks. Tell your neighbor, give your thanks. Tell your neighbor, give your thanks. You need to give your thanks. You need to let it out of you. 
It's not thanks if it's on the inside. It's thanks when it's expressed. Tell you what, if you don't say thankful, I say thank you, I think you are not appreciating. Huh? If I give you something and you just collect and go, I think, ah, this person is not has not appreciated it. I will be following to see where are you going to throw it. <laughs> see, have you ever stood in the centrum giving flyers? And you give a flyer to, to somebody who does not want your gospel. But because you were so persistent, you need a big smile on your face. They just take it. Normally, they don't say thank you. They just take it and they see the next bin. They drop it and continue with the agenda. How many of you have ever experienced that on outreach? Many of you didn't raise up your hands. I need to take you to the central to preach the gospel. And then you will know how much a thank you means. Because if they don't say it, just take it quietly and see the bin. Thank God they put it in the bin. In some places where people don't respect the, the use of a bin, they just throw it on the floor. I've been, in, I've, been in, I've been on streets uh, preaching. The person takes your message, looks at it and says, ah, it's about Jesus. Drop it on the floor and they continue. And you see it float, dropping there right in front of you. And you know they are not thankful for what you have given them. Can you imagine some of us are receiving things from the Lord and behave like that? With all the good things that God is giving to us, we need to be thankful. We need to be thankful. We need to give God thanks. We need to give Him praise. I'm going to close off this morning by just reading Psalm 145. And then I want us to stand. Where is Gilbert? You've got to come up with a song of thanks. I want us to give God thanks. And Yelko, you're going to play with the harder sticks. And you're going to hit your drums. Right? And, 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 and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna give God some thanks in the next few minutes. But I, I just want you to, to listen to this. I'm reading from Psalm 145 and I'm reading it from the message. I lift you high in praise, my God, O my King, and I will bless your name into eternity. I will bless you every day and keep it up from now on to eternity. God is magnificent. He can never be praised enough. There are no boundaries to his greatness. Generation after generation stands in awe of your work. Each one tells stories of your mighty acts. Your beauty and splendor have everyone talking. I compose songs on your wonders. Your marvelous doings are headline news. I could write a book full of the details of your greatness. The fame of your goodness spreads across the country. Your righteousness is on everyone's lips. God is all mercy and grace, not quick to anger, but is rich in love. God is good to, all, to one and all. Everything he does is surfaced with grace. Creation and creatures applaud you, God. Your holy people bless you. They talk about the glories of your rule. They exclaim over your splendor, letting the world know of your power for good. The lavish splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is a kingdom eternal. You never get voted out of office. God always does what he says and is gracious in everything he does. Hallelujah. 
God gives a hand to those down on their luck, gives fresh start to those ready to quit. All eyes are on you, expectant. You give them their meals on time. Generous to a fault, you lavish your favor on all creatures. Everything God does is right. That trademark on all his works is love. God's there listening for all who pray, for all who pray and mean it. He does what's best for those who fear him. Hears them call out and saves them. God sticks by all who love him, but, all, but it's all over for those who don't. My mouth is filled with God's praise. Let everything living bless him. Bless his holy name from now to eternity. Bless his holy name from now until what? Eternity. We need to bless the name of the Lord. We need to bless the name of Jesus. So I want you to stand with me, church, and begin to bless God. And you're blessing God for two things. You're blessing God for two things. Pay attention. The first one is just to say, Lord, I am thankful. You see, he, 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 the, the psalmist says, the whole world hears about your acts. You are the headline news of the good things that you do. So we need to make God's goodness become the headline news for what he has done. And we make him headline news by giving him thanks and appreciating him in thanksgiving so that, that that's what we want that's what i want us to do and secondly secondly the reason you are giving thanks is you're giving him thanks because he has brought you to this place to be able to cross over into the place of destiny there is a destiny ahead of you there is a purpose ahead of you there is a place for you to begin to harvest there is a place for you to begin to collect the things that you must collect. There is a place, there is a time, and that place and time is now. And you need to be thankful to the Lord. You need to thank Him now. Hallelujah. You need to be thankful to Him. You need to thank Him when? Now. You need to thank Him now to say, Lord, thank you for where I've come from, and I thank you for where I'm going.